All right, this is the FW Radio Show, FW Live. Forgetting it. I don't know why you want to episodes in. I still forget. This is Patrick, Mediani Danger. Eric is somewhere. Is Mickey Village GV joining us today? Who knows? And the music is not working. I don't know why our theme song hasn't played um, in the last couple, but, you know, it's all good. Maybe maybe we can play something else. Let's see if this other song works. It doesn't. All right. Fellas, it is Thursday night. It's been two weeks. How are we doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, a lot of wrestling to catch up on in those two weeks. A lot of happenings. Uh, of course, Has the usual good and... Yes, yes. The G one climax final was today, so that means that was that a beautiful are, match. We haven't uh, really talked about the G one much at all. Um, I don't know if you were waiting till till the final to just kind of then highlight some things. Uh, but then, of course, the Reese Crown Jewel was today. Their triumphant return to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, you know, the great kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, the glorious nation, um, and uh, probably a nation. bunch of other wacky stuff too. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, the uh, knockouts, knockdown happened. We didn't talk about that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, that, you didn't know, that you and I shared before? three wrestling weekends. Uh, three three on the road wrestling it. weekends. Yes. Um, this upcoming weekend is our first break. Uh, you know. So, uh, I'm telling you, know, you we put more miles than some people do. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, to be Let's fair, real, right? two, out of, two out of the three of those shows were within 40 miles of my house, okay? So yeah. you are a 40 miler. Well, I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a majority 40 miler, but every once I have like that one out of state booking that I tout really heavily, um, you know, yeah. to be like, look, I'm getting out there, y'all. I'm taking <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm getting my name out there, brother. I'm getting out there, my name out there. Take, we're, we're making towns. Danger, Danger Mania is running wild. Yes, as it, as it always does. It's better oh. than Hulkamania. Hey, now. Without the racism. Uh, yeah, yeah so, exactly. So no racism. Let, let, let's talk. So let's talk a little bit about what we've been doing, Danny. Uh, I mean, let's see. We had three wild shows we went to. Yes, uh, Eric, yes. we missed you at all of them. I know at uh, every single you? one. You poor working bastard. Yeah. Did you really miss me though? We did. Yeah. We did. You would have Aww. been a lot of fun contributing to uh-huh. at least one of those events, if not yeah. more of them. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Eric has. Uh, just finally come out of a 10-day quarantine, so, yeah. yeah. that locked up two of your weekends, yeah. But, um, Sadly. you know, the first one was just poor working bastard. You couldn't get off, and then, you know, they worked you so hard, they exposed you to the COVID, and... Uh, they gave me the vids. Yeah, yeah. Tis what it is. So, our first weekend, we drove up to... Concord, North Carolina. 
just outside of Charlotte. Flair country, um, if you to will. To see Hardy Boy country. That's what we refer to now. Because <laughs> Flair's been canceled. It's Hardy Boy country. They oh, fair. Fair. Jeff's just a recovering addict, you know, but he's really only hurting himself and, and maybe some close loved ones. Um, so that's a little bit different than, than, than say, being a sexual predator. Holy fuck. Um, you know, those kind of things. So. Tell us how you really feel, Danny. Shit. Hardy Boys Country. So, um, the heart of Hardy Boys Country. Uh, to see pro wrestling experience. PWX, been around a long time. Had our first trek up there. Uh, yeah, we haven't trek. been there in a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. This uh, being, you know, bring them bringing in a lot of international talent, including a stop on the murder tour of the king of pro wrestling, Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. uh, who, as far as I know of, is still in the states. I think he had yeah. blood sport uh, this Friday against Chris Dickinson. I'm um, not sure how much longer he's staying in the states. Didn't he do impact? Is he he's scheduled to do impact also? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's coming. Yep, this weekend. So I think he already did the impact taping or something, or this coming, or the tapings this weekend. So yeah, um, so he'll be, uh, yeah, he'll be with Impact. Um, you know, doing the taping there. So that'll probably have him on television for at least a few more weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. But. So headlined by Minoru Suzuki versus Anthony Henry, who recently made his return to the independent scene after a fairly brief stint in WWE. Yeah, what a NXT great match. Developmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, excellent match. Uh, literally had the fans hanging on their every single move, every single strike. Uh, it was just, it was a, it was a very special moment to to be able to. To be there and experience that live, but that was not the only thing that was there. There were also uh, Killer Kelly was scheduled to wrestle, but unfortunately, uh, been dealing with some injuries. Uh, I think she had possibly received a concussion the week previous, uh, so she did not wrestle, but was there for the meet and greet. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. We got to kind of talk with her for a minute. Um, yeah, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Robbie Eagles was there. Um, mm-hmm. Got to see him wrestle a fantastic match. Uh, against Lucky Ali, who's also somebody uh, who did really well, who looks like he could be a, a star on the rise if given the right opportunities. Um, yeah. And we also got to see the Murderhawk monster Lance Archer take on J.D. Drake in what was, of course, a very hard-hitting matchup between two very hard hitters. Um, you know, even some other stuff mixed in there. We got to see our friend Shook D wrestle. Um you know, we got to see another friend uh, is wrestling there as uh, Sir Rios Badu. Um, so we got to see Jay Rios wrestle. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Patrick and I went up there, you know, drove up there, and uh, we ate at a Waffle House where they were only doing to-go orders apparently at night. And so we literally ordered our food and then sat in the car and ate it before hitting the road again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it was it was a fun time, fun experience, a fun show. Um, we we went into excitement when we first got to the venue. Uh, we went into the wrong part of the venue where there was a uh, appeared to be a jiu-jitsu tournament happening, mm-hmm. nice. and we started to kind of panic, like, "Oh, well, are we at the right place? Did they move the venue? Did we put it in the wrong?" You know, like it's almost time for the meet and greet. 
want to make sure we're at the right place. So we're looking at our phones, and EMTs come up banging on the doors to try and get in, and goes and then go you know find a door a couple doors down that's open and and run in and go past. Uh, and then a couple minutes later, we heard we heard other sirens and stuff. So apparently, somebody got injured at this jiu-jitsu tournament um, and needed medical assistance. So it was a very exciting before we even uh, officially got in the building for our show. They were just uh, bringing the EMTs in there because they heard uh, that everybody dies. Yeah, yeah, they were just trying to be cautious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Uh, it, it was really fun show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it right you know, front row, I, man, right against the guardrail. Yeah, we get to see a great, a, a great brother, a friend of the show, Shugdi, uh wrestle. Uh, you know, I, I know, you know, this uh, kid from PWX, their t- is a TV champion. Um, the ITV champion or whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah, he uh, suddenly that. Yeah, he looked, I've never seen him wrestle before. He looked good. And, of course, uh, the return of the Revolt. Uh, yeah, the Revolt so, coming so. in to kind of answer a, a, an open challenge after the original challenges for the tag titles were were unable to make it due to travel issues. Um, yeah. Honestly, Zane looked – or not Zane, but uh, Caleb looked a lot better than I've seen him. He had more more personality, more fire, more energy. Um, and that, to me, that's always been my big criticism with him is he's amazingly gifted in the ring. He's amazingly skilled, um, but he just kind of lacks a little personality. So I saw that in him in that match and was, and was relatively surprised. So hopefully, um, you know, that is, is something that he's utilizing more often and that can lead him to, uh, you know, some, some bigger and better places perhaps. Yeah. I mean, he's Caleb with a K, but, but he's kind of mostly a... He, uh, they did not specify um, mm. whether there was a K involved. Um, That's disappointing. But uh, yeah, so maybe maybe you know, focusing on the character stuff as Caleb with a K rather than his in ring work might have helped him kind of add a new dimension to his ring work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And, uh, it, it was a, a very nice homecoming for Anthony Henry here. Of course, PW has been one of his like his home promotion. Uh, you know, here at PWX, the, the fans definitely love having him back. But of course, you know, you don't root uh, against the king. Um, so that you know that, that was also. I think that that the crowd was a little torn. Between the two, but uh, a really fun matchup. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and yeah, it was a great show, a great trip. Um, Waffle House, of course, overcharging us on our on our dinner, but yeah. it's funny because they charge us for more food that we ordered. Yet they also gave us more food that we ordered. But yeah, so they you know they they ended up yeah char- charging or uh, yeah charging us and providing us more than we actually ordered. Um, yeah, but you know, I guess as as long as we got what we paid for, that's ultimately yeah. what matters rather than that. Is, and, and usually you don't get money that. That's the Yeah, usually it's kind of the other way around. When you get to go food, you get home and you're missing something. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but it was fun. Did that murder was grandpa win? Yeah. What? Did murder grandpa win, or did Anthony Henry win? 
Uh, well, you have to watch oh, that on. Don't, uh, you don't, know, don't use that. Term. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's on the PWX Pro uh, uh-huh. app thingy. They're they're not. I don't think they're doing stuff. Brand new shows with high spots anymore. They have their own little uh, yeah. streaming thing where you can buy and rent the shows. I just wanted to um, call it Murder Grandpa so I could hear the disappointment in Danny's tone. Next up, we have Mucha Lucha Atlanta, the eighth anniversary show. Uh, this one. Headlined by uh, L.A. Park versus Pagano versus Psycho Clown. Um, a fun show from top to bottom. Uh, I, I got to say, it was entertaining it's, but, until Patrick got a boot in his face. Yeah, I was yeah, expecting got that physical, one. Got knocked in the mouth, took a bump. Yeah. You deserve it. That's what half the crowd was chanting, yeah. yeah. Uh, really? No, 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 nobody said no, that. No. Oh, they were, I was they like, were damn, excited. Patrick, were, what did you do? They were excited by the chaos of the match. Um, yeah. You know, these people like, are oh, not. when he got yeah. hit, and then they just kept going on with, you know, excited. This, this is what you can appreciate about the, the, the MLA crust, okay? They're not a bunch of marks that are like, yeah. do funny, funny catchphrases to get over. Basically. Yeah. yeah. You mean they don't want to? So, wait! Definitely not. No, no definitely, definitely not. not no. Uh-uh. But they will go, oh, oh puto. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. You would uh, enjoy it. What else? If you weren't there. The cuss words? What are the cuss words that they chant? Uh, I think that's the only one they say, you know? They do the puto, and they do, uh, I can't remember the word, but isn't it like no. the equivalent of asshole or something? That's that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah it, it was nice, uh, you know. It, it, it was nice. That's I, what you'd be like, to madre. Everybody goes, oh, oh yeah. we just said that. There's kids here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love it. Okay. They, 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 bounce they, house just over there, actually. They, they, hear, they, they hear their parents say words anyway, so well, it's all right. Probably so, yeah, on a weekly yeah. basis, yeah. yeah. Uh, tacos were had. Those were yums. Yes, uh, yes, tacos yeah. were good. And uh, yeah, I survived. Yeah, the yeah. were good. Uh huh. Yeah. Cer- Cerveza's always great. Um, um, yeah. The L- L.A. Park sons were also there. Oh yeah, um, L.A. Park Junior and El Hijo de L.A. Park. That, yeah. Those are some mouthfuls. The con um, La Anexion. Yeah. Uh, Patrick took another bump on there and took on mm-hmm. La Anexion. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, lots lots of fun. Uh, you got to make it to one of these. Um, we keep telling you, man. It's it's yeah. it's a fun wrestling show, but it's it's more of an event and, and kind of an experience. Yeah, as much as it is just a wrestling show. You, de- you definitely so get much your money on. Yeah, yeah. The, the ticket prices are a little bit higher than most, you know, independent wrestling shows, but they do bring in very big names from Mexico. Yeah. Um, and it is very much uh an experience. Um. Yeah. In an event, and, than rather yeah. just sitting and watching a wrestling show. And when you're together with a dozen plus people, you know, in, in unity to enjoy the show I mean, and the, go cray cray. Yeah. I mean, the crowds are ridiculous. It's like being in a, you know, it's like watching a soccer match on TV. There's literally people who bring 
drums and trumpets and air horns to to cheer and heckle and uh, you know we we they, they've been banned from throwing things in the ring, but that used to be yeah. fairly commonplace when the bad guys mm-hmm. were in there talking shit. Fans yes. would pelt the ring with garbage. Um, but that's that's been banned, and thankfully most people have adhered to that. Sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. But the I love that you usually, say most people. <laughs> yeah. Well, every once in a while you see something go. Yeah, yeah. Somebody usually, has too many and kind of doesn't care about the rules anymore. Yeah, you usually <laughs> see that it, it's 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 a mom. It's a, it's a woman. Oh yeah, yeah. It's always the moms who get who get a little too angry yeah. or feisty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh no, I just got hit with popcorn. Yeah. Thankfully, the glass throwing stopped. So. Yeah, yeah. Glass throwing of glass bottles stopped. Yes, that was. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. What the hell? Glass beer bottles. People throw them. So one of the things, if you remember, uh, our friend of ours from the AWE crew, uh, Lane. um, Yeah. He. Yeah. So. At an MLA show, he was sitting front row. Several of us. No, no, no. He was sitting like third row, second or third row. Oh, he was sitting third row, and it happened. Yeah. I thought he was sitting up front row. Okay, so he was in the third row apparently. Not, but not yeah, that the I heels were out this. talking shit. But he, he could have. I can't remember. Stuff in the ring, a uh, a glass bottle hit on the ground, like right in front of the guardrail, and actually flung a piece of glass, and it went in his leg. Like he was wearing shorts, and it went right into his calf. And, uh, you Jesus know, Christ. a piece of glass out and went and had, you know, the security kind of look over it and put a couple band-aids on it and stuff. So that, of course, being one of the reasons why they now started enforcing, you know, hey, we see you throwing something, we're going to kick you out, as opposed to just kind mm-hmm. of letting it go. It's all in the spirit of fun. Because, yes, the beer, it's a bar, it's a full bar. It's a full bar and nightclub. So the beer is in glass bottles, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like throwing Modelo mm-hmm. bottles around and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the beer is definitely flowing at its passio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It is really fun. You guys definitely uh, come out. That have not announced a date for the next event, but they usually run every two, three months, and uh, the next event will probably be into the new year, as they don't usually run uh, around the holiday season, November, December. So. I would guess the next event, maybe January, February, probably what they're looking at. Or March. Um, so just keep, maybe even March, yeah. Um, so just keep your eyes peeled. They have uh, their Facebook page is where they present most of their news. So mm-hmm. that would be the best place to find them at Mucha Lucha Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, then we go on to our third week. Week three. AWE, baby. AWE Loud Chapter 2. Two. The second second one back since uh, the pandemic hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, we are back and better than ever. Better than ever. Better than ever. Yeah, back back on our bullshit, basically. Um, you know, so a uh, couple, th- couple changes last minute as the independent wrestling world, the card is uh, subject to change. Um, Davey Richards, who was scheduled to be in a match with Joe Black, canceled uh, less than 24 hours before claiming he was injured on Saturday night. Um, <laughs> not be able to compete. Uh, but from every word that I heard, uh, no one really knew that he was injured. 
on Saturday. Um, so that includes a locker room. So either he was injured and he hit it well, and then he just kind of, you know, started feeling it later, or he just decided to cancel uh, a booking in the state of Georgia for the third time against the same opponent, no less. Coincidences are starting to not seem like coincidences when it happens a third time. Um, so he was scheduled to fight Joe Black. Um, you know, apparently when originally booked, they said, hey, Joe Black's been wanting to fight you for a long time. He's like, yeah, that's cool. Seems like a good match. And then, you know, yeah, 12 to 14 hours before the show was supposed to start, he cancels. So... An attempt to find a replacement, somebody who could come in. Um, and unfortunately, you know, on such short notice, most people were not available. Or uh, a suitable replacement could not be not be brought in um, from outside. Uh, but they did, from my, what I've heard, they did contact and try to reach out to a couple decent names. People were just, um, you know, could not drop what they were doing and, and, and run over or they had another booking. Um, so Joe Black ends up fighting a C-Mac in the main event. Match. Very so are you saying a C-Mac's not a good replacement? Uh, I did not say that. I said that a C-Mac was not an additional out-of-state talent they were trying to contact. a C-Mac didn't have a match. a C-Mac was threatening to hold up the show if he was not placed in... Uh, what he considered the big money match of Chip Day versus Buddy Matthews. AC Mack is undefeated in AWE. He actually has a win over Chip Day. So he felt that he should be in that match. If he wasn't added to that match, uh, he was going to hold up the show. So he was kind of placed in the main event against Joe Black as sort of a punishment, really, um, for Derek <laughs> to kind of stand up to the authority um, you know, being being murder one in the hierarchy. So uh, so that was kind of his punishment. Um, and he definitely did uh, did take a bit of an ass whooping um, in that match. Um, as Joe Plack uh, seemed even even angrier uh, than usual because of the the cancellation and and you know he he looked up to Davey for so many years as, as somebody to kind of emulate his style after um and so he had been wanting this match for a long long time it had been canceled on him two times before this was a third time so he was uh not in a great mood and unfortunately mac was the uh was the victim um <laughs> The unfortunate. The match ended in a bit of chaos as Chip Day ran out with a chair, attacked both men, hit the referee. Uh, so Chip Day has since been suspended, is, is banned from the building for the next event. Um, no, 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 we'll no, see no. if uh, you know he holds to that or he comes to try and come in and wreak havoc. But Buddy Matthews versus Chip Day was a very very good match. Um, scary moment very early on as it looked that Buddy had injured his knee, possibly twisted or, or something. Um, the match almost being stopped before Chip Day went on the attack. Um, at one point, Chip was going to bring a chair in, uh, thought better of it, and tossed the chair away. 
and turns around and catches a few big knees to the mouth and gets dropped with the Murphy's Law and is pinned. Um, and then, 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 Return of the Kang as the uh, originally thought to have been retired and vacated the Georgia Wrestling Crown Championship. Uh, ACH returns with the championship, puts it in Buddy's face, and says the champ is back. Come at so me, bro. There had, there had been plans because, you know, ACH had said he, he'd retired towards the beginning of this year, stepping away from wrestling. Uh, AWE had decided that they were going to do a, you know, the tournament, the, the title, of course, vacated as your champion's not competing anymore. Uh, they were going to hold a tournament um, at the start of 2022. And, um, uh, you know, the, the plan was supposed to be wins and losses over the next few months would definitely be heavily factored over who would be in the tournament, placement of the brackets, those kind of things. But uh, I guess all that's out the window now as the champ is back and says he's here and he is uh, with the belt, claims he's back and ready to fight. And uh, we'll see how that story continues. And he called Um, somebody a bitch. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, He did. He kind of likes to throw that term around, you know. He Don't really does. Super bitch, uh, that kind of stuff. Champ is back, bitch, um, that kind of thing. So, uh, so that was one. So that was a title. And your other main event um, also ended in uh, a little bit of chaos. Um, match ended fairly quickly. Um, it was Effie. And Ashton Starr, they are the GWC Tag Team Champions. They won the belts at the previous event last month. They were defending against the Metro Brothers. Um, as the Metro Brothers were top-ranked contenders, uh, were unavailable uh, last month. So there was an open spot in the four-way. Ashton Starr had been grant, had gained a number one contendership and a future GWC title shot. Management asked him, you know, hey, that title's vacant right now. Um, you know, would you like to take this slot in the tag title match instead? Um, and you can pick any partner you want. Uh, so he picks his friend Effie. They had never teamed together and ended up winning the match the first night, uh, teaming together. Um, so the Metro Brothers, who unable to make that event, Granted a title shot this time. Uh, fairly early in the match, uh, JC Metro dislocated his shoulder um, mm-hmm. and was, you know, pretty much hurt down on the ground and useless at ringside, basically leaving his brother in there alone against Ashton and Effie. And Ashton was able to uh, kind of surprise him with a roll-up and pin him. And the and the effing stars, as they are called. Um, retain the championships that next month they will fight uh, former champions in a rematch. Uh, Young, Dumb, and Broke make their return. And then in December, uh, the hierarchy have called out the champions, whoever they may be. Uh, so the team of Owen Knight and Adrian Armour 
people challenge one-on-one for not one-on-one you know, singles tag team match tag team match rather than a four corner match um for whoever is the tag champions at that time uh josh alexander will be at the next show um very possible he could be the impact world champion walking into that event as he gets a title shot uh this saturday um when he's here in atlanta he will be facing the suplex assassin alex kane uh which should be very very good match two very big powerful athletic men going in there um so that is uh, pretty much the news at AWE. Anything, uh, any of your, uh, anything you had from the show or takeaways you wanted to kind of highlight there, uh, you know, man? Well, uh, you know, it's always great to be back home, you know. Yes. Uh, uh, great seeing uh, Agent Armor uh, back after, yeah. you know, he briefly Things. retired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, it, it, it always great. I, of course, I, I brought her a, a new a new fan. Yeah, you uh, said he, <laughs> he lives close by, right? So he he, he literally, yes, yeah. not he, too far from the home. I'll definitely. Uh, uh, unfortunately, by the end of the night, he had two fingers up. Uh, <sighs> he, that he, you know, it's funny because you know he, he's a coworker of mine. Uh, he was like, even when I saw him at work on Monday, he was raising his two fingers. Oh uh, man, he was he was taunting you. I mean, across the office. That I was like, I'm like, why? I mean, like, you know, I, I try to bring you to to find some wholesome entertainment here, and and you're repaying me by, you know, by, by offering the two finger salute. How how dare you? Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if that was a good idea, but you know. Uh, assuming, assuming that he he will be out of town uh, on the nineteenth of December for show of the year. I don't care what you want to call it, Josh Wheeler. It's always going to be show of the year to me. As so far as I know, of, it's still going to be called show well, see, of the that's year. Not, that's not what he it's told just, me. It's uh, just well, he doesn't want to call it that. But uh, everybody because it's not on the same day. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder, Murder One called it that when he laid out the challenge for. Yeah. Uh, um, for the he higher did, and then, belts, and yeah. uh, and the, the the young professor did as well. That was like, yeah, it's like, bro, don't, don't fool yourself. It's show <laughs> You know that that's not a battle league he's gonna win. So yeah, yeah, you know. it's just it's it's not on the twenty seventh as was the tradition with show of the year um, or around the twenty seventh because there were a couple times yeah. that it was around the twenty seventh. Yeah, it wasn't show the, the year yeah, they one the Sunday nearby. Yeah, the, well, the thing is that. This uh, so this year, you know, of course, it's the twenty seventh falls very close to Christmas. Some people have a hard time getting, you know, getting to the event. Daddy, the twenty seventh is always close to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do that Christmas every year. Not, not always. Sometimes it's much further away. You just don't realize it. Um, it's all about the moon's trajectory. I, I need to and, understand that white people kill the uh, radiation flares. <laughs> Uh, from the sun, okay? But, um... <laughs> Try, good save, but good save. Is, so, uh, it's a Monday this year, uh, the 27th. So, thought that running on the 26th on a Sunday uh, would be hard for some, hard for a lot of fans and, of course, talent to appear. And, you know, Monday's kind of a funny, tricky night to 
encourage people to come out to independent wrestling. You know, Raw comes to town and they drop everything, but for an independent show, people tend to uh, say, oh, I got to work the next day, that kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, so we decided to do it on the third Sunday of the month, which uh, should be the uh, the plan going forward. Uh, the, November, the exception, because of uh, <laughs> some other event happening then in Atlanta, I think. But... Uh, and the scheduling of Josh Alexander, who they really wanted for the November event. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, going yep. forward, it should be the third Sunday of every month. Um, yet again, you can follow them mostly on the Facebook. They're not as active on Twitter as they once were. Um, so the Facebook is kind of the place to be. I think they're expanding into other media platforms as well, the Instagram, uh, there's backstage of initiating and engaging things uh other media social media platforms as well such as uh the tiktok is apparently cool with the kids um you know it's all about those key demos and the younger the younger half of that key demo apparently likes the tiktok are we talking about demos on the show because i will leave of course yeah it's it's all the rage all the kids all the cool kids are doing it okay Ratings and demos are, are where the conversation should always be, okay? It's fascinating. It's really fascinating to talk about, about numbers and such. Yes, um, though. No, never is. Um, Apparently Twitter but, thinks uh, so. Well, you know, part of Twitter. Those part of nerds. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so AWE, back. Back on the bullshit. Back doing the wacky shit. So, you can join Damn the good Patreon. Um, thank you, thank you. It was a good show. I did enjoy it myself too. Upon second watching, um, very good they commentator. Have Patreon now. Thank you, thank you. Um, they have a Patreon where you can join, and there's different tiers, and you can get access to uh, old show libraries and uh, special live streams and things like that. This show was actually uh, a sponsor made it decided to make it available for everyone live stream on YouTube and it's it's still on there as far as as far as I checked a little earlier today um, when I was talking to somebody about it uh, um, made it available on YouTube instead of just a live stream for the patreon uh, the sponsor was like hey I know most of the people other people on patreon and they're gonna be there live at the show so you know put it on YouTube let everybody see it and you know and they can enjoy it too Um so, not sure if that's going to also be the case with the November event. Um, so, stay tuned to the Facebooks. Uh, look into the Patreon if you're interested um, and all the different benefits and things like that they have. Uh, I don't, I don't know them offhand. Is I'm not a, I'm not a Patreon type person, but um, AWE's got one, and you can help grow the wrestling even if you're unable to attend the show. I actually met one person who was there visiting. Um, She's actually from Nebraska and is a part of the AW Patreon and was there that week for business and kind of scheduled it to be around the time so that she could be there to see uh, an AW event live. Always always good stuff. Yeah, so you you can be like her and contribute and and be able to now you can be able to see the shows live, uh, even if you can't attend. Which you know this is a first for AWE in its seven years. Um, being able to put up the content live and 
in person. So uh, enjoy all that. Yeah, fo- follow them on the Facebooks for, for updates about the next show and, and the Patreon. And, uh, and we'll be there. Well, we won't be out there at the next show. Um, no. None of us will. Yep. Uh, so they're going to have to have, have fi- find a new commentary team, which was they were they were fretting about. As both as Mika will, you know, Mika and I are usually their commentary team, and uh, Mika, of course, will be at Wrestlecade on Thanksgiving weekend with us as well. Um, so they won't have either of us to, to lean on lean into. So yeah, we'll see we'll see how that goes. They try a couple test test ran somebody with me for a couple matches. He may be doing some of the commentary uh, on the next show. Ken Ray. So we'll see. It's all that damn white privilege. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Until the end when white privilege went the other way. Until you well, got kicked off commentary for... Until I got kicked off commentary by a black man, yeah. Yeah, for... <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's, that's the white man Burton kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, I'm telling you, man, we, we need that three-man booth with you, Mika, and uh, with murder. Uh, it's what the people demand. No, no three man booth. No, thank you. So what yeah. We want to be different. We want to be different. Plus, he he's got a he's got a group to lead. And I've only got yeah, yeah he's got he's got guys to manage and uh, things to he do. He can manage and... from the commentary booth. Nah. I heard him stand up and start shouting at Chip Day. It's okay. That's true. He did kind of pop the headset back a little bit and start yelling at. At Chip Day, <laughs> he called him. He called him something about pasty face. Pasty face, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mika Villas said he was man bun mad, which to me is an all time great quote. Yeah, that um, was a fantastic quote too. Oh, he man bun mad. He man bun mad. <laughs> so, damn, I never heard that shit before. Um. I'm gonna start stealing that. But yeah, too. that's that. I know, right? Um, so that is our three weeks of wrestling excitement, live wrestling excitement in a row. Uh, we'll probably end up taking a take it easy as we prepare ourselves physically, mentally, and fiscally uh, for the event that is known as Wrestlecade. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about that uh, as you know on the show as our, as the event gets closer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we may even record some stuff on the road. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's very, very true. I, I do have my recorder and all that. Well, I'll sh- well, shit, I just realized. Okay, so here's where that plan falls through. Unless you use your phone or something uh, to record, because I left my equipment, uh, my headsets, and my recorder uh, with the production crew for AWE, so that they would have them to use. At the next yeah. show, so we won't worry have not. to use for us. I, I am, I am always a man with a plan. All right. Well, I'm are you Brian Kendall to have a backup plan? I am a real man with a plan. At least, at least my my plan. Uh, Brian Kendrick's plan was to try to turn uh, Eva Marie into a good wrestler, and that didn't happen. So um, I don't know if we can believe what what Look, plans he's a man he with a plan. Before. The plan failed. So yeah, yeah. Uh, let let let's let's talk about the the, the impact for a hot minute. Well, while we're on the subject of Josh Alexander, because Josh Alexander will be challenging Christian Cage at the Bound for Glory. 
uh, for yes, the Impact Saturday. World Championship. Saturday. Um, the Saturday, Impact Saturday, Knockout. Saturday. Yeah, the, the Impact Knockouts Championship also on the line as DK will be defending against the Inspiration. Um, Walk into a company, get a title match. Why not? As mm-hmm. they should. Well, they haven't walked in the company, but they've already got the title match. Go. They haven't walked uh, in yet, but they got a title mm-hmm. match on the sign on the as they line. Should. Yeah. yeah. The Impact Knockouts Championship also on the line as Diana Perazzo uh, will be defending against Mickey James. Long uh, Diana Rain. The uh, Call Your Shot Gauntlet match will be, they will be had as well. The Impact World Tag Team titles I give you the line is the Good Brothers. I finally realized that they still work for Impact Wrestling and come back to defend against Finn Juice and Bullet Club's Chris Bay and Hikuleo. Violent Bad Design will be wrestling against Heath and his partner, whoever it will be. Um, and, oh, yeah, the uh, – X Division Championships on the line, of course, currently held by Vacant. Uh, Trey Miguel yes. versus Steve Macklin versus ELP. Uh, will A new champion will be crowned. And the inaugural Digital Media Championship, also known as the Legends title, also known as the TV title, also known as the King of the Mountain title, also known as, you know, the original X Division title. We're going to go by that, even though it's probably a new belt. I'm still just saying it's the lineage. Could be because whatever. John Skyler versus Crazy Steve versus Falaba versus Jordan Grace versus Chelsea Green versus Tennille Dashwood. Of course, Tennille always accompanied by Caleb with a K. And I, I like that it's a, a, an intergender championship that men and women are open to this title. That's, that's the part that intrigues me about yeah. it most. And of course, Awesome Kong uh, will find her rightful place in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. And she uh, gets Gail Kim will actually be inducting her uh, on the uh, the pre-show of the pay-per-view. Um, so they will do that then. Um, but yeah, sounds like a good event. A lot of good stuff. Um yeah, to me though, the real main event is the uh, the knockouts championship matches. That's had very long build, long story. Uh, they went nuts when you know a few weeks ago when Deanna literally went to Mickey's house and brought a camera crew with her and whooped Mickey's ass on her own farm. <laughs> um, that was some good shit and, too. Uh, and then they got this whole thing where they're, you know, barred from touching each other. The match gets canceled. You know, Deanna would get stripped of the belt. Mickey would get fired and fined. Um, so they picked opponents for each other, you know, to beat up. Uh, Mickey picked Masha Slamovich, who, even though in a losing effort to Deanna, impressed management enough to earn herself a contract with Impact Wrestling. So you can expect to see much more of Masha Slamovich on Impact Wrestling. Uh, Deanna Ferrazzo picked uh, a newer member of the Knockouts division in uh, Savannah Evans to fight Mickey James as Mickey uh, fought this week on Impact for the first time uh, 
since I believe 2013, maybe 2014 on on an Impact uh, show, an Impact television show, um, which I, I I haven't watched it yet, but I presume Mickey found a way to win, or maybe Dion, you know, Deanna somehow distracted her and cost her, you know, cost her the match, but didn't physically touch her, kind of thing. Um, it's just my presumptions. I haven't watched yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, that's the real main event because it has such a longer story and a longer build, and it's going to be a good match. I've been waiting and watching for that match for quite some time. So, yeah, that, that's the main event of the show. Definitely agree with that. Um, like I just said, long may she reign. Uh, it's Diana's world. We're just living in it. Yeah, sure. Get it. It's okay. He doesn't get good wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I get what I get. Uh it was nice to see Alex Zane uh, in Impact. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. been bouncing around a lot of places since. Uh, oh yeah. Since the scene. GCW, yeah. I mean, he's uh, the, Ring yeah. of Honor. Impact. Um. He is definitely... uh, PWG. Yeah, um, PWG, uh, definitely hitting hit the ground running. Uh, just about didn't he do the New Japan America also? I mean, I know he did that uh, before yes, yes, he yes. signed with the fans. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, he's been part of the, the shows this month. Uh, um, yeah, because he was because he was part of New Japan Strong, so he's doing this this New Japan Strong America tour right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy is is getting there and getting out there. And it's probably not going to be too long before somebody offers him a uh, a big money contract. Uh, stick yeah. around somewhere. Yeah, that that's going to be a good one. now. Also, um, coming up next month. Uh, P- speaking of PWG uh, and Alex, you know, Alex will be returning in tag team action with Jack Cartwheel against Armis and Ray Horace. But the things that I want to kind of. Uh, uh, highlight here on, on this match. I mean, it's a really stacked card, but the three matches uh, that kind of caught my eye: uh, Leo Rush versus Davey Richards. Okay, that, that's going to be um, an interesting be match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully Davey David will show up. Shows up. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and let's see if Leo retires or not before he this match. That's um, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Workhorsemen are making their debut as a tag team uh, at PWG, uh, as they will be challenging uh, for the PWG tag team uh, titles against uh, the Black Throne. Of course, this is the team of um, Malachi Black and Brody King. So, Yet again, debut in yeah. a company, get a title shot, why not? And uh, your many event, PWG Championship match, Bandido against your new independent wrestling champion, Alex Shelley. So, yeah, Alex uh, Shelley in the main event, as it should be. Mm-hmm. So uh, that will be fun. Cause I believe Alex Shelley returning to PWG at the, at the last show. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and earning uh, earning the title shots for his win, I think, against yeah. Gresham, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and so yeah, the rest of the show should be fun. But yeah, those those matches are uh, very uh, interesting. Now, um, 
let's talk a little bit about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and uh, we're not gonna go over all of the shows that we missed because, yeah, golly, we missed like we missed a, a lot in the last yeah. two weeks. We um, yeah, yeah, well, we missed. Yeah, we haven't really talked about the G one at all. When it's well, we we it's we, like we, we did because it had yeah. just started two weeks over three uh, yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. ago. We, so we talked about, so we talked about like matches. the first, yeah, like, the first, yeah, the first couple, yeah. Nights. But then yeah, after that, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just we haven't had a show because you know we're we're we're, yeah. we're now on, for everybody listening now and for everybody who will be listening when this airs later as well. Uh, we are now going to be on a bi-weekly basis. Bi-weekly, is that right? Yeah, bi-weekly. Yeah, uh, yeah, so every, every, two every two weeks will be when the show airs and we'll be live. Uh, of course, we may drop some extra content from time to time depending on what's going on. But yeah, that's what's going on. So yeah, uh, let, let's go straight to the finals. We have our main event, uh, Okada versus Ibushi, uh, you know, which of course... Had the details of a great match, and for the most part, it was that. But Danny, the way it ended, no one could have predicted. No one could have made that happening. And I'm telling you, yeah. I don't. You know, everybody. Can, you know, you never know what to believe in. in you know, in pro wrestling, but to me, you know, th- to this, me, to me, I this was real, and I waited, and I was talking about with Eric earlier um on message telling him you know about some of the clues and stuff to me that made it believe it's it's legit um as opposed to you know like a worked injury thing but um yeah Cody Bushi um went for his phoenix splash and missed and hit the ground very hard uh kind of crumpled kind of pulled himself into a ball uh, Okada kind of sat up a little bit in the corner and was, you know, showing a little bit of concern about what happened. The ref runs over there. Within a few seconds, the referee calls for the bell. Um, and Kazuchika Okada wins the G1 Climax in, albeit a, a fairly anti-climactic uh, style. Um, ref stoppage as apparently... Um, Ibushi did some kind of damage to his arm. I haven't seen a full injury report, but uh, he uh, he basically couldn't move it um, there in the ring, and so that's when the referee uh, called for the stoppage. Now, some of the things lead me to believe that Okada was going to win originally, um, and it wasn't just like a "oh crap, you're gonna win," you know. We have no choice. We have to stop it kind of thing. Uh, the fact that they had a graphic already prepared and it popped up so quickly um, yeah. after they called for the bell led me to believe that they the plan was for Okada to win. Um, and they just had to, you know, go with it. The, the very physical and live aspect of professional wrestling that anything can happen and, 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 and can. And unfortunately, injuries are a very big part of wrestling. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard any specific report of what happened with Kodabushi. Speculation, you know, that he dislocated his shoulder, possibly his elbow, maybe a broken wrist. Um, you know, uh, things are probably still being assessed in Japan. Um, they're with doctors before they kind of give an official report. Usually they do a press conference the day after the G1. Um, so I assume that if they do that, then... Uh, an injury update on Cody Ibushi would be provided there. But 
The big story, yes. Kazuchika Okada winning the G1 Climax. Third time he's won it. Uh, the Rainmaker is, in fact, back at his his full power. He went 8-1. and one. Um, Who was that one? Yes, G1. The who was that loss one? was to Kama Honda, uh, who, who actually interrupted uh, the post-match. Okada's post-match speech in there with the locker room and just kind of reminded him, yeah, you won the G1, but I pinned you. I'm the one. Uh, I'm, I'm the one, one guy who beat you. So maybe Tama goes, you know, tries to uh, – Talk to Okada and up to putting up his wrestle his Wrestle Kingdom Championship opportunity. But the funny thing out of that interview that Okada said, uh, he basically implied that to win the G1 Climax was a greater accomplishment than winning the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship and. That he should not have to challenge the champion. The champion should challenge him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he also was very... uh, He did not like the new title, the unification of the belts, and it being the World Heavyweight Championship. He talked about how he wanted the previous incarnation of the championship. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship was the true belt. Um don't know if they're going to go back to, you know, that old design or split the belts back up again. I think that's less likely. But very interesting to hear him basically say, you know, hey, what I did is better than, than winning this belt that's only been around like a year. You know, champion needs to come to me because um, I don't want to go to him. You know, I shouldn't have to go to him. What I've done takes more, is, you know, is, is a more arduous task. Right. Um, so very, very interesting there between those guys and what could lead in the future. Um, Jeff Cobb looked outstanding, went 8-0 and before losing uh, the block final to Okada. Um, looked like Tai Chi may have suffered an injury. Zack Sabre Jr. had a very good run as well. We talked about that the first part. Uh, he kind of faltered. Going down the stretch, losing a few, and losing on uh, the last night to uh, put himself out of the running for winning the B block, or the A block, excuse me. Um, Cody Bushi would, of course, win the A block, um, making his historic fourth G1 final in a row. Uh, yeah. Nobody, nobody has made four finals in a row like that. He won two of them. The two in the middle, the two on the outside, he did not win. Um, this one, of course, by injury. We talked about that. But New Japan isn't slowing down yet either. In just a few mm-hmm. days, we get the road to Power Struggle and the Power mm-hmm. Struggle Tour starting in mid-November. They are doing the uh, the World Tag League and Best Super Juniors simultaneously, um, leading into, you know, towards for about a month, from about mid um mid-November to about mid-December. Then they'll have a, a week's worth of shows. Then on to Wrestle Kingdom and three nights of Wrestle Kingdom and leading into the 50th 
anniversary celebration, which is supposed to be a year-long thing. They're going to do all kinds of big, crazy stuff apparently planned um, to celebrate 50 years of New Japan for us. Yeah. So. Um, it was a great G1. Uh, I enjoyed yeah. uh, mo- most of most of the show, most of the matches. Uh, uh, I, I will say one match that really got me, and this is not because it was a thought it was a great match, but uh, you know we we kind of talked about you heroes uh, win against Ibushi on day one. When yeah. if you had told me that on day ten Chase Owens would have beat Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah, beat him. No shenanigans. No outside interference. Uh, that was, yeah, two big surprises there. Yeah, Yujiro winning over Ibushi the first night, but then Chase Owens uh, beating Tanahashi. Almost a little bit bigger of, a, of an upset, I would say, because mm-hmm. being this, this is, you know, Chase has been with the company several years, but this is only his first ever G1 climax. Right. Um, he's typically kind of been a a mixed a mixed tag kind of guy. You know, he's usually in the tag titles or looking for the trios belts or or something. Um, so very very big shocking um, surprise. I mean, he literally hit him with with the package pile driver and pendant. Uh, yeah. Wild stuff indeed. You never know what to expect, I guess, in the G one. No. You know, they talk about as the tournament goes on, uh, you're more likely to see upsets, you know, as people possibly suffer injuries, fatigue sets in, uh, you know, those, those wins become harder to come by as you go down the stretch. Right. And how about Yano defeating Kenta? <laughs> what a... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Yano defeating Kenta again, I think. I think the first year in the G1 for Kenta, uh, Yano beat him. Uh, and then the second year, Kenta beat Yano. Um, yeah. I mean, Yano got more a lot more wins than I thought he would have had. Yeah. But... Well, yeah, and part – okay, so he part of that stuff, you know, is, of course, he was involved in the A block. And when Tetsuya Naito got injured the very first night – uh, right. G1 competition. Uh, so everybody else got yeah, they got free two points. They got a free win over 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 Tetsuya Naito. Um, so that kind of helped up his total, up everybody's total really, um, to the point where everybody's numbers were higher coming towards the end because they all got a win that, granted, most of them probably would not have gotten otherwise. Um, but you know, lots more kind of. A little upset with this G1 being that, you know, it's it's still in the pandemic, so they didn't really have – they weren't really able to have, um, you know, the usual kind of gaijin contingent, which New Japan has has relied fairly heavily on, um, you know, especially the last 10 years or so. Um, so it was all, you know, all the guys who've been there regularly. There were no big surprises of, of who was entering um, and those kind of things. So some people were kind of upset that – you know, going, ah, it's not going to be that good. I'm not going to pay as much attention, but mm-hmm. they always do great. You know, every single match is treated like a possible main event. Um, you know, so the guys will go out there and bust their ass for every single match. Mm-hmm. 
to give everybody the fans money's worth. And there were, you know, the great interweaving of stories and rivalries, be it past and moving into the future as we head towards, uh, you know, tag league and wrestle kingdom. So a lot of great stuff, you know, a lot of interesting things that could, uh, transpire as well. You know, of course, Shingo took a few losses as world champion. So, People could look to challenge him, uh, you know, even prior to Wrestle Kingdom. I think uh, Zack Sabre Jr. might. But apart from the G1, on the G1 final, yeah. um, this guy has been gone a few years that some people... Very emotional. Remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. a guy named Katsuyori Shibata um, made his return to the ring, okay, in a... Five-minute exhibition match. Yeah, it was a U- UWF a rules. UWF mm-hmm. rules, which is much more grappling submission-based. Um, yeah, he didn't take any bumps. Yeah, didn't take any bumps, no big strikes. Um, versus Zack Sabre Jr. Of course, went the five-minute time limit, you know. As an exhibition, it was at that point, it was just kind of considered a draw. But he promised the next time that he would be back in the ring... It would be a match. It would be in his ring gear. So, we, you know, puts a lot of hope in a lot of fans' minds that Katsuyori Shibata can return to the ring. Um, yet again, remains to be seen. But I think this is probably a very big, very big test for him and kind of probably for his, his doubters, retractors, and probably his doctors to see, you know, how just kind of going in the ring like that um, and how his body and stuff would, would fare. So hopefully it's not, the, you know, the last time um, we see him back in the ring. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Kenta still wants a piece of that. And I know a lot of people probably want a, uh, want the opportunity to wrestle Katsu or Shibata if given. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everybody does. I mean, he'll beat the shit out of you, but a lot of people still want to wrestle him. I mean, so that's, the, that's you know, the big thing. I mean, we could talk about some of the cross stories heading into Tag League and Best Super Juniors, but we got time. We got time. We got, you know, we still got quite a few more weeks before that really happens and gets underway, so we can hit on some of that stuff later. Yeah. Um... There's this little well, place called World Wrestling Entertainment that we really even haven't even talked about today. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, I mean, they, they just, like you said earlier in the show, they had the Crown Jewel. Uh, you know, we did cover the draft two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. That, that draft changes, the roster changes uh, on the draft take place uh, this Friday. On SmackDown, dude, that is a hellacious travel. Okay, they literally wrestled in Saudi Arabia today, and they pretty much as soon as the show ends, pack your shit up, hop on a plane, you're coming back to America, and you're wrestling tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be rough, uh, but uh, you know, hopefully, a lot of people who are who take you know who had bigger matches. Uh, at Crown Jewel won't be involved in uh, bigger matches on SmackDown. Um, just, you know, kind of give them the li- a light night, perhaps, after such a hellacious travel and make the uh, 
Blue State State side carries some more of the workload. As yeah. long as our king's there tomorrow, I could care less. You don't care about your tribal chief anymore? Well, yeah, you I care about my tribal chief. Yeah. I care about my tribal chief, uh, but I care more about my king, Xavier Woods. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Because, you know, Balor's still a prince, and he always will be. Because he ain't got nothing on the Kang, Xavier Woods. You, you, I mean, have you been holding that one this whole entire time? Do what? Have you been waiting for to say that this whole entire time? I just love Xavier Woods, and I'm glad he's finally getting his due. Well, New Day's the greatest stable in the history of professional wrestling. Fortnite. I mean, that's that's really debatable. Like, I saw all of your points, and I understand that. But if you want to go by, at least in WWE, who, let's go. Let's well, go like that. Even in even in WWE, members who've held world championships. Now, granted, most of their world championship reigns were post the stable. Yeah, but I would I'm talking say that. Evolution, just because of the number of championships, world yeah. championships held between those four men. Uh, you know, but, but yet again, most of their world championship reigns were after Evolution. Yeah. Part. I was going to say, I think Triple H had two or three title reigns. And then, and then Randy won it, and then they kicked him out like right yeah. after he won it. But... If you look at it in terms of longevity, the New Day yeah. has been a group consistently since 2014. Nobody's ever turned on anybody. They've got two world title reigns in the group. They have, I think it's, is it 11 or is it 12 now, tag team championships. They've got Money in the Bank, and now they have King of the Ring. Like, as a, as a collective stable... That is not broken apart. It's. I would be hard pressed to find anybody that could rival that as a stable. Evolution is a good point. DX, uh, maybe, maybe. Again, like I said, because, yeah, and, and you know, like, because, you know, and Ric Flair, you know, he brought all his, you know, championships and stuff to, um, to the you know to evolution, but he didn't really have any wild parts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I said, same with Batista. You know, yes, he's a multi-time world champion, but all of his reigns were uh, post-evolution. Yeah, post-evolution. So that's that to me would be the only hanger up is that you know yes, New Day has done more as a unit than anybody else, but. If you break apart the individual achievements of the members um, prior and post group, I would I would have to say. That. So while it looks like Patrick's trying to find something for us to watch, there is something I wanted to touch on. Um, PWI Women's One Fifty yeah. dropped today. Did it? I have 
I have the top 50. Do you now? Let, I let's do. Go by, tell us who the top 10 are. Top 10 in order. Bianca Belair. Utami Hashishida from Stardom. Deanna Perrazzo. Britt Baker. Thunder Rosa. Sasha Banks. Siri, not Siri, S Y U R I, Siri. Yeah, they spelled it Siri like the, uh, the answer. Like, hey Siri, yeah. Um, number eight is Io Shirai. Number nine is Tam Nakano. And number 10 is Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, I, hmm. interesting top 10, especially that you had uh, a non. You know, American promotion. You know, with three exclusive promotion. Uh, you know, at number two. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you look at the way that they, um, you know, rate things, the grading period. Um, you know, a lot of WWE uh, regulars had time off for injury took time off for other things. So they weren't, you know, competing fully throughout that time. You know, even Sasha Banks, who, you know, some would see, you know, as, oh, she should always, you know, she would, you know, is typically a top 10 wrestler, but she had time off as she was filming and, um, you know, for Mandalorian and she, you know, time when she wasn't wrestling. And, um, so it's, it's yep. very interesting. Um, but also, yeah. That's the only uh, one that Bianca I could argue being, against. You know, Bianca being uh, in number one, you know, yet again, I think took some people by surprise, others not so much. Um, you know, she I... won Rumble. She won the championship at WrestleMania in the main event against. Um, you know, Sasha, star. yeah, yeah, one of the biggest stars in the industry. Um, I agree, but I, so I would. How, how do I? How do I properly state this? Bianca at number one is well deserved, but I also can make an argument for Diana, and just like I told you earlier when I showed you the top ten, Diana has been champion. At least a champion for the entire grading period. Yeah, for the entire grading. The thing that holds her back and puts her at number three is, is Impact. Um, is because yes. she, yeah, she's a champion of Impact, and uh, it has a lower viewership. You know, they've had very low attendance as most of their shows have been, uh, you know, done in pandemic era, even with some light fans. Um, you know, she had that match at Empower. Uh, where she defended the title there, but yet again, it was in front of a smaller audience. Um, so, if you look at having a major championship for the longer period of time, yeah, Deanna's there, absolutely. The match quality, but, but also her opponents have typically been, you know, they have been mm -hmm. lower rated yeah. um, opponents, you know, first, rather than uh, you know, household names and, and these kind of things that most of the, you know, some of the WWE members are. And Utami being number, her being number two also, she's been champion since November 15th yeah, uh, with the red belt. Yeah. Been, 
subscribers on their on their system. So that's where she edges Dion, I think, because yet again, it comes mm-hmm. down to, um, you know, in their parameters, it also involves, uh, the pro, you know, high profile, um, the caliber, you know, of your opponents being high profile. So, you know, Bianca Belair winning her championship, you know, in front of 90,000 people is probably more people live than most of the others wrestled throughout the entirety of their title runs. And yeah. not to mention that... Especially Dion. And, of course, and not to mention that... Opponent, um, millions of people watching across uh, the network. Yeah. Um, winning the, Royal Rump- the Women's Royal Rumble, of course, is a huge feat as well. You know, and several, so many other of her matches as well. So that, to me, is why is why she earned number one. And I, yet again, I get it. You know, I don't. I, she wouldn't be my favorite wrestler of the year, but based on their parameters, she one hundred percent makes sense. No, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I, I, I can't even argue against it. But, um. And, and and I didn't even think about that until you had mentioned it about, you know, there was probably more people that watched Bianca win the title at WrestleMania in person than has watched all of Deanna's title reigns combined, um, yeah. which is sad. But, um, yeah, but yeah. Impact has the stigma of being LOLTNA still, even though they're putting on consistently the best show. Um, well, and, and not just that, though, for the long, you know, it's only recently their shows become a little more accessible. Um, yeah. You know, before then, you know, they were on Twitch and then they weren't on Twitch. They were just on some obscure cable networks. So even a lot of people who wanted to watch Impact couldn't really find it. Can't find it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's so it's that not, you know, yeah, there's still the running joke of, like you said, lol TNA. They, you know, mm-hmm. shit, they suck. But a lot of people who want to watch just can't. Can't because they can't find it. Yeah. So just to just to touch on a couple of others, um, Serena was eleven. Um, Rhea Ripley was twelve. Yeah. Um, Sheeta thirteen. Oscar fourteen. Yeah, she was. But I mean she did hold the belt for probably a good portion of um the grading period and then yep. you know, continued win streak, you know, albeit with lower caliber talent. Um, but you know, continued win streak since then. And rounding out the top fifteen would be Charlotte. Um anyway. So, and then Bailey is 21. Um, and that yet again comes down to her injury. Uh, yeah, her injury and not being available to wrestle a lot of the greatest period. Uh, our favorite, Maki Ito, is 24th. I think that that's really funny that she's so high up. I get that, you know, popularity and new fans. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Princess Cup is a very big thing, you know, main eventing, uh, you know, their biggest show of the year in a title match, but it was a loss. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really, I very happy and, and, and kind of humored that she's, she's a 
top 25 yeah um roxy's 28 ring of honor women's champion um camille is coming in at 32 uh yeah not as high profile mm-hmm you got a little run here, Danger. You got Camille at 32, Sue at 33, and Becky at 34. There we go. Like it. Uh, some, somehow Red Velvet's 35. Um, Nick, Nikki, I'm, I'm not going to call her that. Nikki Cross is 38. Um, Nikki A-S-H. Yep, Nikki Cross is definitely 38. Um. Yeah. More than likely, yeah. Um, and then just to round out the, the 50, you got Dakota at 48, Ty Conti at 49, and Jade Cargill at 50. Jade Cargill hits number 50 as she just celebrated one year of playing. Girl's a star. and all this, you know, it's, it's not part of her character, you know, it's not part of her her physique and her style, so that that, that she's you know, has has to have a great team of trainers and managers helping her to make sure she focuses on um, you know what she can do and use that to kind of hide her deficiencies because um, like we say all the time, you know they can teach you how to wrestle. They can't teach you charisma. Yeah, yeah. Charisma is much harder to teach. Presence is much harder to teach. You know, uh, I mean, literally, she has a look and a physique of you know a Hunter character pulled right off the pages. Okay, you know, she has muscle definition that that is in, almost inhuman at times. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she will get better with time. I assume that secondary title is either hers or she will make it to the finals and lose to somebody um, you know it seems like if they're not going to put her against Britt Baker right now yes and I get it because you know the, a longer match quality you know doesn't really uh, play to Jade's strengths right now um, but a secondary title she could you know, have fairly shorter matches lower on the card um, and, and be able to shine so one note real quick from 2020 to 2021 only two people stayed on the top 10 list and that is sasha 
Sasha dropped from five to six, and then Eo, who moved up from nine to eight. Mm. Brand new. Yep. 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 Becky being a mom. Becky yet again. She's only been back like two months. So she was gone the majority of that period. Maybe, you know, barely scraped into the period, probably. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe Edge in the beginning or the end of the grading period. Um, yeah, other people that were tops and stuff, yeah. So, very, very interesting, though. You know, and I've seen some other people, you know, some of the independent stars that have kind of been, been touting and boasting their rankings. You know, I, I like it. I like they've expanded it from 50 to 150. That shows just, you know, how much deeper um, women's wrestling rosters are getting across multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, now you don't just have WWE and TNA. You know, you have the NWA's back with women's division. They just had women's tag champions, you know, put recently. They did it all over the show. The Knockouts Tag Team Champions, you know, have been going around for a little bit while longer. Uh, Ring of Honor just brought their women's division. MLW is just starting theirs. Um, you know, and several different other independent companies are starting to feature more stars and more more women's athletes. Um, you know, as, as I mentioned, with people expanding and strengthening their women's divisions, uh, you know, if you're a woman's wrestler as a free agent right now is optimal time because you can bounce around for multiple promotions with this whole forbidden door thing, you know, and go, oh, you worked an impact taping like two weeks ago. Okay. We're not going to use you for a while. No, they'll put you on TV this week. Still. Um, it's, it's not seen as like, oh, you're an impact guy. We got to make sure you step on your toes. Um, and then you can kind of essentially play out your options and hold out for bigger, bigger deals and contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's quite the list. I, you know, of course this is our, uh, you know, at least, at least, at least I haven't seen all the women put out their, uh, the screenshots like like the guys do. So <laughs> you just don't follow the right people. <laughs> Maybe I I don't know. I, I, somehow I, the guy people who I don't follow guys who post end up on my Twitter feed. So but I guess also five hundred versus fifteen. The odds are much better with the women. I guess. Yeah, it's just one fifty instead Yeah. I think you have more fans posting clippings and like, oh, look, here's my favorite wrestler, favorite whatever now. I mean, I'm so happy for it. I'm seeing that a little bit more than the wrestler posting themselves going, yeah, she's cool, pick him up at this number. <laughs> there, is, there is a fair share of that, too. Yeah. Most of the braggadocious my... stuff comes from the males, anyway. Mm-hmm. Turds. Uh... All right, so moving on, before we wrap up the show, I mean, we, we, we had the crown jewel happen uh, earlier today. 
Lots of stuff happened. All the champions retained uh, the titles, as Eric alluded to it. Xavier Woods is your new king of the ring. The first ever Queen's Crown tournament winner, Selena Vega. Uh, yeah, and in the non-title matches, uh, Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're gonna just bypass that by uh, watching one of the matches that we that we wanted to watch, or at least I wanted to watch, uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell match. So if you got your peacock on, um, make sure that you you go in there, and we're gonna start at the thirteen minute and fifty second uh, time. All right. So. Gone Peacock, Crown Jewel 2021, 13 minute, 15 second, pause me, find it, unpause me, and we are going to kick it off in uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, Two, one, play. Here we go. The match everybody's been waiting for. You know, I'm I'm happy that with this look, at least uh the camera's inside cage, and I'm not we're, not. we're not. We're not hurting here. Our eyes with all the red. How have we already got to this? Is awesome, champ. They just started. It's so rare, Everything is awesome there. Big boot. Edge's attire looks um, weird. Very red and yellow. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like the the color scheme. The the elbow pads do look funny with the. Yeah, with just the the yellow circle. Yeah. It's very bright. That that's a very much a Colt Cabana kind of elbow pad. There might be some kind of reason for the color scheme and the design. You know, some kind of homage somewhere. I don't know. To his former tag team partner. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, Maybe he wanted to match the cage. Car Ramrod. I wrote, it, I wrote the thing. Why didn't you say Car Ramrod? I really hate the red cell. I would just like to point that out. The red cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. You do, duly noted. All hate in a crate.
see Jessica's refereeing today. Mm-hmm. Of course, all covered up as required. Well, damn, we're already going for weapons. We're in the cell. Well, Is that well, weapon it's, enough? It's held in the cell. Nah, man. It's, it's concerto time. We're PG. It's hate in a crate. Education. I miss that being his finishing move, damn it. I loved that move. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like the big swinging out version. Yes! That to me was more the education. Because just the straight up and down is, is, you know, Gangrel's impaler. Yeah. And I feel like I'm the only one that really liked the downward spiral, too. Oh, oh! He's gonna go for the cross face with the with the chair rod. I don't really know yeah, what I mean, to call he, that. He did thing. It to Roman, yeah. And Daniel, son. Yeah. I guess we can't really. No, not not Rollins in the eye thing again. Come on. Man. I know, right? <laughs> he's gonna send him straight to AEW with a black face. Keep keep the ice alone. We don't need nobody puking tonight. Kick him in the head. No, not the bag. Okay. So what is the white thing that's on Rollins' arm? Is that his? Does he have a his glove? Wrist or something? No, he's he's he usually wears like a leather glove. Okay, yeah, it does. That's why I was like, is it like a brace that's already been taken apart or something? Maybe he got it caught on the cell or something. I don't know, but it's usually just a little glove. Okay. Yeah. I can't I tell. Yeah. I don't drip enough to know how, what that would should be. Well, you know, his wife did just have a baby, so he's probably uh, yeah. finding other means. There you go, yeah. Might have carpal tunnel. But wait, I think we have it. We have an audio effect for that. And both these guys are uh, are now part of the raw roster. So if you thought that this feud was over after hating a crate, uh, you're probably wrong. Yeah, they they end in singles matches on a throwaway uh, main event. No, I think Patrick did a sound effect. I did. I mean, that's a nice looking stadium, I'm not going to lie. It kind of looks like the same setup we had for Mania. Yeah. Yeah. So we did it Getting first, mi- Saudi mini, Arabia. Mini style show. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Rollins knows how to use a oh. chair. The hurts. That's a lot of cheese. 
Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, our other um our other friend is also on the video chat and she's pulling out a lot of freaking cheese and I'm very confused. Somebody's feeling very cheesy. Oh god, here comes the concerto. Ah. Let's go. Seth literally looks like a crazy person sometimes, and I love it. Okay, Brady, that sounded disgusting. Please stop. Whoop! I've never seen that kind of a reversal for a concerto, and I kind of dug it. Just sweep the leg. The cross face! Yeah, the shitty John Cena's cross face. Yep. Oh. Oh no! Not in the eye! Not in the eye! You know, we had gotten away from the cross face for a while, and now all of a sudden, everybody and their mother's doing it, and it's kind of yeah. stupid again. <laughs> Oh, that was different. That was uh, nice. A roaring elbow into the chair. Yeah. Are we going to go for a phoenix splash? Nope, just a frog splash. A shitty frog splash, but. I mean, had decent impact, but not yeah. Problem, yeah. Okay, that does look kind of like a wrist brace, so I wonder if he did do something. Yeah. I don't think he's high enough for that. Oh, look, Atlanta did Atlanta things. Good for them. Yeah, now they can do that two more times. We've already got chairs. What else do we need? Get the table. Uh, we want tables. They have a different accent over there. Too. I know, but I was doing it in our stupid accent. And by ours, I mean the South's not necessarily anybody's on this podcast because nobody has a terrible Southern accent. I really want to know what. Of the, th- of the three of us, none of us are. Which one are Southern. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm from South America. It doesn't get more southern than that. It's from the deep south, yeah. From deep, deep south. Yeah, deep I, I'm so southern, it's eagle. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we're going for the corner power bomb. Oh, oh no, no we're going to go through. Nope. Uh-oh. Don't you dare! Hello. Don't you dare! Hit- oh, Ed, you took that shitty, bro. He did. He's like, I ain't bumping for you and that. As many times as Christians hit him with the unprettier and the kill switch, I mean, he took that kind of like at a, at a turned angle so he could pop back onto his back really quickly instead of taking it flat out. Yeah, yeah. That he's got to take the neck. So that was roof. Roof. 
Speaking of the unprettier, I do like how Chelsea has turned it into like a jumping version. The unpretty her. Yeah. Now we're gonna go for a phoenix splash. Don't do it. Today's not the day to do a phoenix splash in a foreign country. Oh, oh, oh. oh into the tail! Holy shit! Then, Holy shit! Then, then bounced and fell to the table. Yeah. This is awesome. Why was that man pulling his shirt up to show his muscles? I'm okay, that's what we have on replay. Ah! Oh, he, he hit the cell and then bounced through the table. Yeah. That's you're wondering how I got right here. There. Damn. Seth looks dead. And Seth's really good at looking dead. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's somebody's ring jacket off to the side there. Yeah, well, just, they locked the cell before they took all the stuff out. Yeah. But neither of them are wearing green, so I'm going to assume it was there earlier. Oh, maybe they're from an earlier match. That's true. Yeah. This is still really cool. I liked it. I wasn't expecting him to bounce off the cell and then go through a table. Damn. Down, yeah. I, that that's what I like about Rollins is he like he killed it with Ethan. Yeah, he's, he's very, very inventive. He yeah. And I mean that that goes back to his days as Tyler Black too. Like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, just doing wacky, just doing dives when like people weren't like he knew people weren't gonna catch him and yeah. all this kind of shit. Gotta uh -oh. love him. Well, I guess you what don't are we doing here him, now? But... Well, you know, you gotta bring in the, the bottom two steps. It's a hell in a cell, bro. It's hate in a crate, sir. Or PG. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that became a thing, but it's now hate in a crate. I'm never gonna call it hell in a cell again. <laughs> Just like it's murder, Grandpa. Ooh, oh, edge matic I still really want to know if those stairs are really, like, insanely heavy. I mean, they're hollow. I, I guess think so. so. that, you know, helps some. But yeah, they're probably not, not easy to pick up, A, because they're heavy, and B, because it's such a large, bulky item, you know? Yeah. It really wasn't that heavy. It's like just a friend that it's so big and wide. And the things don't really give. They don't really bend or, or anything under the guy's weight of, of taking a move. So what in the fairly heavy duty, yeah. What in the hell is Edge doing here? Edge doesn't go up top. I know. He has a chair. Oh, the Sabu special. That hurt Edge. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, at least he's got an elbow pad. Took a little bit of the heat off. Got an elbow pad. Yeah. Dude! Dude! Hey man, don't hook the tights, Edge. 
not allowed. Hey, there's no rules inside Hate in a Crate. Wish Mika could talk, because I would ask her which one of these two constitutes as a pasty-faced bitch. I popped her. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Are we going to see get the spear? Spear! Nope. Ooh, nice kick. And the pedigree. That's it. We're about to call it here. One, two, no. Hey, now, nobody kicks up in pedigree, brother. If this was the mid-2000s, he'd be a 13-time world champion, brother. Or however damn many Triple H has won. I done forgot. Setting right. up for the so stomp what, is here. Is this a curb stomp? Yeah. Billy stomping. Nope. Uh-oh. Yeah, Seth. Oh, he hit Seth with his own boo. Spear! 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 One. One. Two. two three. Ooh. Oh, no. This is awesome. That's what we do, right? Mm-hmm. And the fans go. That was much longer than I expected. Oh my god, when did that happen? I need to see this. <laughs> The bunny apparently quoted one of my favorite uh, lines from Nightmare on Elm Street, so I'm very happy right now. Another table, because one wasn't enough. So I guess Ed's going to go through this one, right, since uh, Seth took the first one. Nope, Edge can't go through tables. Oh my god, we've got a ladder and a hate in a crate. We've had tables, we've had ladders, we've had chairs. Is this making up for them canceling TLC? We're having TLC hate in a crate. It's just, it's on this day he sees clearly. Oh, Seth doesn't anymore. What's going to do that? I think it's putting in the corner. Climb the ladder, kid. It'll make you famous. Will it, though? I don't know. That's what uh, what JR told Jeff Hardy in, like, 02. And then all he did was get addicted to drugs. That was mean. I'm sorry. Addiction's not funny. 
Jesus Christ. That looked painful. I gotta say, for a guy that was retired for like 30 years and with neck issues, Edge is still really good. I know he was never really one of your favorites, Danger. Alright, here we go. Table time. Seth's hair always looks really like nice and straight and tame before he starts wrestling. And then he he kind of looks like a woolly mammoth while he wrestles. I think his hair is probably like kind of kind of wavy naturally. So when he comes uh-huh. out, it's kind of wet. It's kind of made up, and then as it's dry and as it kind of gets messed up throughout the course of a match, it just kind of like poofs out. Yeah, like a crazy hobo. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. When he does when it does that, it just it for, for me somehow it just makes the believability that much more. Granted, I just know Seth Rollins, so. Yeah. So, what are the odds that he misses this? I'd say it's at least 50 50. Oh, he's not even going to get a chance to miss it. Ed's going to do the back bump through the... T- no, oh. Oh, yeah, no. Careful, oh, buddy. Yeah. Hold that ladder, Jess. Don't let it fall over. So, so while, while, while we're at a climactic moment here, uh, did anybody no. else see the... Um, the guy on Twitter that said that Bryce Rimsberg was a distracting referee and needs to chill out with his uh, ref style. Yeah, claims for years that, that Bryce steals heat away from matches and all that stuff. Yeah. I think that's just because that guy's used to WWE where they literally try to make their refs invisible. Oh, shit. And so when you have a ref that, you know, is a little more physical in the match, he's kind of like, oh, that guy's... That guy's a shitty ref and all that. Like, even though okay Bryce is ref- different, referees have different styles. Like, they're different. Yeah, styles. they're going to grade things differently. But WWE tries to make them like an invisible character. You know. You know because even though Bryce, Bryce is... is always in the background, like making big reactions and all this stuff. To me, that enhances it, though. Yeah. Like, if you're right there next to somebody falling on their fucking neck, like, yeah, you might just go, oh, good lord. Like, is he okay? I got to check on him now. You know, like, he's a fan as well. Yeah. As a ref. He gets caught up in the action and stuff. Yeah. That would be like us watching Mick Foley get tossed off hell in a cell and then just kind of yeah. sit there. Yeah. Like, nobody's sitting there watching yeah. JR's face. You know, like, you know, they were screaming and yelling and all this stuff. Like, my God, that killed him. My God. Okay for what else is he looking for? That was a horrible JR. It, I really can do a decent one, but I know I really you can. That's, 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 
Mika, which one of these are a pasty-faced bitch? Pasty-faced bitch? Uh, only because you can see his face. It's so expressive. It'd be Seth. Oh, Of course, the, the first lady of FOW here following us. Join us live. Super kick party. Me too. No. Come back to the show. Oh, here we go. Oh. Super <laughs> Like, I can do super kicks too. That's the Young Bucks gimmick. Didn't y'all know that? Nobody else can do that but them. Well, you know, the king of the drip drip can do whatever you want. They invented it. Why is oh. there spray paint? What the fuck? What is are that, they doing? Is under that my the makeup ring? bag? Like, what the hell? Hold on. Spray paint. And it's not like a tool bag. It's just like some a dub D forty. Yeah. Why didn't they do weird chain for? Uh, oh. Oh, he's gonna do a stomp, isn't he? Yep, he's gonna super kick with that on. Yep. No, he's probably gonna do a stomp. Why not? Both? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna do the stomp with the chain. That's, that's amazing. He's taking a long damn time, but look at him. They're st- they're stealing stuff from the young bucks with the stuff on the shoes. That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm just mocking people because you know they'll find a way. Edges, edge. Has always made some of the best facial reactions in wrestling. Oh, he went super kick. Yeah, Edge's back is busted. Yeah, ripped open from that table spot. Yeah, how dare he do a super kick with something on his boot? Edge's yeah. Edge is out. Like the fourth super kick in a row, no less. Oh, he actually connected with that too. Damn. Flush yeah. AF. Yeah. Wow. Beth is someplace so, freaking the freak out. As somebody who takes boots. next week, we got to send out on these Christmas cards, okay? Don't have your face all broken. <laughs> Mom's coming in for Thanksgiving soon. You can't have a black eye for it. Yeah, Busted lips. Pretty much. Yeah. Can't be fresh out of facial reconstructive surgery for Thanksgiving, okay? I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I want turkey. Stop! Ooh. Oh! That hurt. Well, what Becky ain't going to be leaving anytime soon. Becky's the man. That didn't hurt, you know, her. So she's fine. Are you trying to say that? Never mind. This is a family show. Oh. Oh, wobble legged him. Uh oh. Super kick, because Edge does super kicks, apparently. I mean, isn't everybody? In the hate and the crazy. Gotta evolve, brother. I guess you gotta do what you gotta do in hate and the crate. Super kick! He's like, where's my counter? Maybe they Next get paid. You by know, the Roman Reigns is gonna start doing some. Maybe this is like they're they're them like, hey, f you and your <laughs> shoes. I'm about to super kick like crazy. 
Is he gonna take the? Oh, oh. oh. this is getting freaky now. Yeah. What? Use the I safe word, Seth. Safe word oh, yeah. oh, I was gonna say shit. He's got a knife. I, yeah, it just, I don't know why it looked like a knife to start with. Yeah. Is Seth going to tap? Because it's got that weird chomper bit for for him to go in. Why did he stick his tongue out? And just grab the wrench and start hitting him with it. Yeah, beat his ass in the head with it. Hit him, hit him in the head with the fucking wrench. Come on. Nope, we're going to go concerto. Yeah. Seth yeah. dead. This actually has been pretty damn good. Uh-oh. Edge is going to that dark place. Okay, hit him with one more super kick. Cur Curp stomp. Down to the chair. Okay. You think you know me. Okay. Look at that, the crowd, all happy. And now they're telling each other what great jobs that they did. Yep. They're gonna, now they're, once the music dies down a little bit, Edge is going to get up and he's going to get the microphone. He's going to pick Rollins up and he's going to put him over and talk about... This motherfucker is the best professional wrestler. He's the, he's the truth. And, you know. Now why he hasn't been booked everywhere... You gotta book this guy everywhere. Promoters out there, y'all ain't paying attention. Cause this guy's the future. Hey, to be fair, that was one of his monikers. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he was the future under uh, when he was with uh, the Authority and Money in the Bank. But the future is now. Damn, you just kind of elbowed him in the face while he was trying to pick. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I'm, I, I'd still be beating the shit out of him if he broke into my house and ate an apple and threw it on my carpet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cut my, uh... Stick that wrench down his fucking throat or something, yeah. It could have been worse. He could have got in bed with Beth and showed her a, a time. Not a good time, but a time. It's okay. It was just an apple on the floor. Beth it, would murder him, okay? <laughs> he, Beth's tougher than Seth ever has been, okay? Look, can can this just... I, I, I You know, it's hating the crate. The feud should end, but can, can we get a mixed tag match between Edge and Beth versus Seth and, uh, and Becky? I think that would be fantastic. That won't be a pay-per-view, but that would be a hell of a house show. I'd want it on a house show because yeah. they can do any and everything at a house show. Let Beth give uh, give uh, Seth the glam slam. Yeah. Watch him absolutely die. The glam gets put in the disarmor. Go see him now before somebody signs him. Dude, yo, 
Look at that great kingdom of Saudi Arabia as Edge stands tall as your winner. People can't see, see Edge. Edge. No, <laughs> I liked that one. Acknowledge. <laughs> Creative. A plus. Fireworks. You think you know him? As the cage is no longer there. Wait, and was that the main event? No. No. Your tribal chief was the main event. I mean, I'm just saying, they got fireworks just like after every match? It's Edge. I mean, yeah. Okay. They used to do other kinds of fireworks, anyways. Oof. And there you go, guys. That I'm just was... sucking it in. Oh. Well, you never know how many more he's got of those. Hopefully, no more. But I'm sure they have like an eight-year contract. Maybe they went. Somebody actually money. bought that shitty fucking belt. Are you serious? The greatest Royal Rumble belt. Holy shit. Yeah, they probably sell that belt exclusively uh, I thought I knew him. Well, uh this was a this is a, a fun match. I really enjoyed it. I think it lived to the hype that I was hearing on the interweb. They did not let me down. It was a really fun match. They did the wrestles. So we got so much more. Uh, <coughs> we're going to be putting up a lot of uh, the back audio that I haven't put back in a while back on the air. So uh, be patient with me as I do this. But you know where we're at as, as we wrap up the show before the show wraps up on us. Uh, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, and we are now on Vlur. A verbal, verbal, verbal. I guess it's called a verbal. Uh, so yeah, if you use verbal, you follow us there. Subscribe, hit the subscribe button. Uh, follow us on Twitter at FOW Radio. Danny is on Twitter at. Danny F. and Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Uh, Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I am on Twitter at uh, YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.